MSW Media. News was swearing. Daily beans, daily beans, daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. Today, the Brooklyn Center officer who fatally shot Dante Wright resigns, as does the police chief. The NCAA backs transgender athletes. Matt Gates is now connected to another shill candidate scheme in Florida. More messages from Joel Greenberg. The former guy has a new excuse for why he can't hand over his tax returns to Congress. And Biden will nominate the first woman as Secretary of the Army. I'm A.G. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Hey, Dana. How's it going? Hey, G. I'm doing well. Mm, Um, mm, mm. Yes, I just I'm excited about this episode because we, you know, well, you'll tell the people, but it's just a great episode. Mm, I am about to tell the people. What a fun thing. We got to interview Maria Bamford um, for this episode because she has a live stream show she's putting out. Um, this Saturday, April 17th at 8 p.m. Pacific, you have to go to it uh, virtually, right? It's a virtual thing. And all the information about how you can get tickets, she even gives you information about how you can go for free, Yeah, uh, is, is going to be later on in the show. And she's just so funny. She oh really gosh. is. She is like no one other in this industry. And she's just brilliantly funny. <laughs> yes. And also, I want to thank everyone for joining Andrew Torres and me on Stereo last night. We're there every Tuesday at 5 p.m. 8 Pacific. Or excuse me. 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern. And Dana and I will be live tomorrow at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern on the Stereo app. You can uh, download the, the app and, and make a little avatar. It's super fun. You get to interact, ask questions, sing songs, play drinking games, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And you can do that at Stereo.com slash Allison Gill. And then follow me at Allison Gill and follow Dana at DG Comedy. And uh, also check out the new episode of Clean Up on Aisle 45 today. Um, very informative stuff on that with, with Andrew Torres. And of course, as I said, Maria Bamford will be on the show um, later on with her new live stream. It's raising money for an incredible cause. You have to... <laughs> She's just such a gem. She's just a gem. She really is. <laughs> Everybody who comes in contact with her absolutely falls in love with her. And so will you. Uh, we do have a lot of, of headlines to get to, though, today. So let's do that. Let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. The lead story today, the 26-year veteran police officer in Brooklyn Center, 26-year veteran police officer who fatally shot Dante Wright, the 20-year-old unarmed black man, has resigned, quote, in the best interest of the community, unquote. Her name is Kim Potter. She's 48. She tendered her resignation Tuesday in a brief letter to Brooklyn Center Mayor Mike Elliott and Police Chief Tim Gannon. Gannon followed suit, announcing his own resignation later that day, which was today. Potter is a veteran, as I said, and has served as her police union's president, which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. Potter had been suspended pending the results of a Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension investigation. On Monday, Brooklyn Center leaders dismissed the city manager, potentially giving Mayor Mike Elliott the ability to fire the chief or officers in the department. According to local media, Potter has retained attorney Earl Gray. Gray is also representing former Minneapolis police officer Thomas Lane, who has been charged with the murder of George Floyd. She's been involved in the Potter, this veteran police officer, has been involved in one fatal police shooting in the past. In 2019, Potter was among the first to arrive at a home in Minneapolis in a suburb after two officers fatally shot a mentally ill man six times after he allegedly lunged at them with a knife, according to a report released by the Hennepin County Attorney's Office last year. Once paramedics arrived, Potter ordered both of the officers to leave the house, sit in separate squad cars, and deactivate their body cams. As the union president at the time, she escorted one of the officers from the scene back to the police station and was later present when BCA investigators interviewed both officers. The officers were not charged in the fatal shooting after prosecutors found they acted with reasonable fear after first firing their tasers. So she's got a history. She does indeed. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that case. Um, And it is also interesting that the chief uh, decided to also resign. I just mm-hmm. I just find it very interesting. And that she hired one of the attorneys that's representing one of the officers in in the Derek Chauvin um, I agree. George Floyd 
case. Yeah. And as a comedian, and just a small note, I know it's not a funny, but if your last name is Gray, do not name your first name Earl. Like, just don't name your kid Earl Gray. <laughs> anyway, that was just for all you tea lovers out there. Mm. Now, this next story, this is the NCAA. Now, that uh, for those of you, I'm sure a lot of you know this, the NCAA regulates college athletics in the U.S. So they backed the Transgender Athletes Monday, saying it won't hold championship events in locations that aren't, quote, free of discrimination. Now, as Republicans in more than two dozen states target transgender athletes, the NCAA Board of Governors said, quote, it firmly and unequivocally supports the opportunity for transgender student athletes to compete in college sports. It says it's, quote, more inclusive policy for transgender athletes, which requires testosterone suppression treatment for transgender women to compete in women's sports, means, quote, inclusion and fairness can coexist for all student athletes, including transgender athletes at all levels of sport. Now, the board said it would monitor situations regarding trans athletes' participation without specifically mentioning states that have banned it or are considering bans. It did say the environment could affect the locations of championship games. This is really very important because one of the biggest arguments they're talking about, you know, and these morons, and I'll say that because I was on the House the first time the Equality Act passed a few years ago. You know, the big argument from the a lot of the legislators in the South was oh, testosterone, testo- these, these, trans, these trans women because they can't just call them women, have higher levels of testosterone. Well, they have testosterone blockers. There is a certain amount of years you actually do have to have testosterone blockers. And to use that as an argument is actually, it's it's not based in science and it's not valid. Because if you think about people like Serena Williams, who is a cis-born female, her levels of testosterone are off the fucking charts, especially compared to even some male athletes. So it's just really interesting. But that is a good step forward that the NCAA did. So I, I like seeing that. Yeah, and me too. And I was actually kind of surprised. I didn't think that the NCAA would make this uh, move. They didn't always strike me as fair to their student athletes. <laughs> so Agreed, agreed. So I was, uh, I was happily surprised with this announcement. And Dana, do you remember that shill candidate named Rodriguez who had the same last name as the Democratic candidate Rodriguez running in Florida? Yes, of course. And then the the Democrat lost by fewer than 40 votes. And then Artiles and the shill candidate Rodriguez were indicted, but not for the shill candidate scheme. That's totally legal in Florida. Right. They, they violated FEC rules when they were paid $50,000 to run as ghost candidates. Uh, or particularly Rodriguez was paid to run as a ghost candidate. They were indicted for violating campaign finance laws. Then we learned Matt Gates and Joel Greenberg were involved in another shill candidate named Daniel Day, who changed his name to Danny Mora Day to run against Lynn Moira Dichter. And then mysteriously dropped out the same time Greenberg dropped out of his race because he was going to be indicted. Remember those guys? Oh, I do. (laughs) Quite clearly, they're a bunch of knuckleheads. (laughs) And I thought for sure there were two other shill candidate races in Florida that did the same thing, ran the same trick. And I, I thought for sure all these things had to be connected. Well, beans come true. A clear money trail connects ghost candidates in the Central Florida State Senate race last November with the other two South Florida shill candidates who were subjects of a local 10 News investigation uncovered last fall. The scheme to plant that Central Florida candidate has now been linked to Congressman Matt Gates, according to the New York Times. And that's a report detailing a federal investigation into sex trafficking allegations. The alleged planted candidate in Central Florida's District 9 state Senate race is Justine Lanati, whose financial support from a political action committee shows identical patterns to that of the two shill candidates, Alex Rodriguez, who ran in Miami Senate District 37, and Celso Alfonso, who ran in District 39. Rodriguez has since been criminally charged, as I said, as has resigned Florida Senator Frank Artiles, both with campaign finance crimes. Uh, bogus campaign records for both shill candidates were retrieved from Martiles's home in a raid last month. The Florida Division of, elect, uh, of Elections Campaign Finance Database shows clear financial connections between them and Lenati, the third shill candidate, now tied to Matt Gates by the New York Times. Uh, it starts, yeah, it's, it starts with two political action committees that were open the very same day, October 2nd, our Florida PAC, backed by South Florida candidates Rodriguez and Alfonso, and the Truth PAC for Central Florida. That candidate was Lenati. The next day, both PACs reported their one and only contribution, an untraceable Atlanta company proclivity that would suddenly change in the records to the also untraceable Denver company, Grow United. 
Now, two days after that, on October 5th, both PACs made their one and only expenditure, the combined half million dollars to a printer company called Advance Impression. The resulting campaign flyers looked identical in graphics, but for the three candidates' names, making the no-party candidates appealing to Democratic voters, that they the ones they were meant to confuse. This was what uh, Robert Denault and I were discussing. And further, Greenberg reached out to mutual friends on August 14th of last year and tried to enlist them in his defense, according to WhatsApp chat logs shared with federal investigators and obtained by Politico. (laughs) Can't use the WhatsApp, fellas. Uh, He fumed uh, that the prosecutor should be fired. He suspected that a political consultant was a rat. Uh, He fretted that investigators had combed through his Venmo cash app history, fearing it led them to the former teen at the center of the case. Greenberg also said he was paying the legal fees for the woman, who is now 20 years old. Greenberg went so far as to push Gates to use his influence with Trump for a pardon. That's according to two sources familiar with the discussions, including one who heard Greenberg say it repeatedly. In the August 14th WhatsApp chat with politically influ- with a politically influential Republican mutual friend of Gates and Greenberg, Roger Stone. Um, sorry, that's just a guess. <laughs> Did you get that? There, I think there's something in your throat, A.G. <laughs> sorry, <clears throat> it's popcorn kernel. Okay, my yep. bad. Okay. But in that August 14th WhatsApp chat with this politically influential Republican mutual friend of Gates and Greenberg, Greenberg initially referred to the young woman as Vintage 99. That is a fine wine reference to her birth year that she used as her online name on Seeking Arrangement, which is that dating website that connects women with sugar daddies. And he says, quote, I'm going to have to pay for Vintage 99 to retain a lawyer, Greenberg wrote in a WhatsApp chat to the friend who discussed the messages with Politico on the condition of anonymity. Oh, the friend. Oh, Mm -hmm. so Politico knows who it is, unless this is a fourth party. Quote, they, the federal agents, contacted her and are wanting her to talk. She doesn't want to talk to them. So that's what's going on over there in Gatesville. It is unbelievable how deep this goes. He's in so much trouble. Oh, it does bring me a tremendous amount of joy. Um, So does this last story. I really do love seeing this. Uh, President Joe Biden has picked Christine Warmoth to be the next secretary of the army. The White House announced Monday, making her the first woman to hold the position if confirmed by the Senate. Now, as a former undersecretary of the Defense for Policy, Christine advanced the department's counter-ISIS campaign and the rebalance to Asia. And her deep expertise will be critical in addressing and determining today's global threats, including the pacing challenge from China and nation-state threats uh, emanating from Russia, Iran, and North Korea. That's from the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. It's from a statement. Yeah, and that's going to be really important here in a minute because I know that they are now drawing down troops out of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Biden has kept his promise to to remove those troops, and we've got a little tension over in in the between Taiwan and China, and then of course we know Russia is starting to put troops up on the near the border of Crimea. So we've got a lot going on that yeah. that, uh, that the Secretary of the Army is going to have to be dealing with. So it's wonderful that she has all of this important counter ISIS experience, rebalancing Asia experience. So I'm I'm this is an incredible nomination. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Austin actually uh, continues said that he has no doubt that Wormuth will lead our soldiers and represent their families with honor and integrity. And that's if, of course, she's confirmed by the Senate. Before serving as Undersecretary of Defense for Policy during the Obama administration, Warmoth worked as the Deputy Undersecretary of Defense for Strategy, Plans, and Force Development. Now, before that, she had a stint with the National Security Council. Warmoth is ah. a senior. Yes, Warmoth is a senior fellow at Rand Corporation, where she serves as director of the group's International Security and Defense Policy Center. She is just a badass. <laughs> yeah. The administration also announced two other key positions on Monday. Ag Susanna Bloom has been picked as the department. Department's Director of Cost Assessment and Program Evaluation, and Gil Susnados has been chosen for Undersecretary of Defense, Personnel, and Readiness. So we've got more uh, great picks by this administration, um, keeping their promise of diversity. Yes, absolutely wonderful. And and the one office I visited in the Pentagon was the office of the, uh, the Secretary of the Army. And you'll remember, do you remember Manafort bribed that guy named Cock? Uh, Cock gave him a loan for like $14 million yes. and then asked if he could be Secretary of the Army. Yep. So we've come a long way. We have indeed. We've come a long way. <laughs> Am I allowed to say we've gone from Cock to... No? Okay. Yeah, you know? yeah yep. I was okay. going to say. We've gone from Cox to Warmoth. Uh, if you want to just be a 
you know, totally correct about it. Um, now, the former guy continues to refuse to hand over his tax returns, even though everyone and their mother has them by now. Uh, but Trump said a New York law enabling Congress to ask for his state tax returns no longer applies to him because he's not president. So before it was, you can't have my taxes because I am president. Now it's you can't have my taxes because I'm not this law known as the Trust Act allows the state to share the president's tax information when a congressional committee asks for it. Trump sued the House Ways and Means Committee to block it from requesting the information. The filing, however, is an admission that he is no longer the president. <laughs> <laughs> if that is not written as a Saturday Night Live weekend update, I don't know what is. Well done. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm going to tag Colin Jost. Uh, anyway, Data, if you want, like everyone... That was that was relatively funny, but just wait until after this quick break because Dana and I will be back with Maria Bamford. You do not want to miss it, so stay with us. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, Daily Beans listeners, it's AG here, and I've got a tasty tip to share. If you like to snack, you have to check out Nuts.com. It is the best-kept secret of savvy snackers across the country. Nuts.com has amazing varieties of high-quality, delicious snacks available, like white chocolate toffee cashews, bourbon pecans, crystallized ginger and honey sesame sticks, and then, of course, like raw almonds. And their cashews are amazing. They're like as big as your thumb. Nuts.com isn't just for nut lovers. It is your one-stop online pantry shop. They have so many different kinds of tasty snacks and pantry items available, including candies, dried fruits, pantry items like baking mixes, pasta, and more. I love discovering new things on their site. I found baking items, items for smoothies, rolled oats, beans, and of course, so many delicious snacks. Nuts.com is the simple and convenient way to have nutritious, delicious, healthy nuts, dried fruit, flowers, grains, and so many other high-quality foods delivered straight to your door. With over 4,000 products to choose from, Nuts.com is your one-stop online pantry shop. They even have gluten-free and vegan options, as well as healthy, kid-friendly snacks like dried strawberries, which are so delicious, it's my favorite, and a custom trail mix. They have all kinds of custom trail mixes. Plus, all the raw, organic, roasted, salted, and candy nuts you can imagine. Even chocolate-dipped. Nuts.com is a family-run business that takes pride in getting you the freshest. So check out their easy-to-navigate website and all the great photos of the products. Delivery is fast. Most orders ship the same day. New Nuts.com customers get free shipping on your first order when you text BEANS to 64000. And remember, you support our show and you support our sponsors. So please text BEANS to 64000 to get free shipping on your first order from Nuts.com. All your wildest snack dreams will come true. Again, that's beans to 64,000. Terms apply. Available at nuts.com slash terms. Everybody, welcome back. I am so excited and happy to announce uh, this next guest. She is a prolific comedian. She does personal experimental comedy. She is the star of the Netflix series. You'll remember Lady Dynamite. Such an amazing show. And the first female comic to have two half-hour specials on Comedy Central Presents. Please welcome Maria Bamford. Maria, hello. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on the program. Love it. Um, I love, I love, I mean, I don't mean to celebrate COVID, but I do, I do love this age of Zoom where there's no uh, driving, there's no, and I can just see new people and um, have the same interview experience that I might have to drive an hour for in regular time. So thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four hours down to San Diego if you're up in LA. Oh my God, it's gotten gross. And of course, Dana Goldberg is here. Hello, Dana. Dana it's always a pleasure to be in sitting on on this with one of my favorite comedians, Maria Bamford. Uh, if you if you have anything to do with comedy, you know that she has been hot on the scene for years and does what you do. You do better than anyone else because you do something that no one else does and it's brilliant well it's not clear what it is and the <laughs> most important thing is whatever you're doing just call it stand-up comedy and then then that really that's the pitch yeah so what we do a little backwards here we uh are comedians that do news and therefore the pressure's off to be funny oh my that is that's the thing you gotta find your your cozy spot yeah um your your weighted blanket and i I love it i i've been doing twitter i tweet out and i say hey will anybody do a one-on-one show with me so i do a show to somebody one-on-one um over zoom and um they've already agreed to it publicly that they will enjoy the show (laughs) Uh, at any time they could mute me i could mute them everyone's equally empowered and then um, I get to a full hour at around 11 a.m. And 
uh, anyways, there's so many good things about uh, technology that I just want to celebrate. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm suddenly... Uh, <laughs> well, I think we can all agree that technology, it's much easier to do a one hour Zoom show at 11 a.m. than it is to, God per- God forbid, have to perform live and anywhere at 11 a.m. Oh, my well, God. it's light out. And I have done a show as early as 8.30 a.m. Really? I was on a cruise. Yeah, I was on a cruise ship. And um, it was not your, it was a, a cruise for people who enjoy uh, board games. And um <laughs> and uh live action role play so it's a different crowd yeah i was gonna say if it's like a if it's like a cruise ship where everyone's a party animal and they're all coming down off acid that makes an 8 30 a.m show a little different you know well and it was mostly mothers with their infants uh who came to the 8 30 a.m show they're like i, I have nowhere to go and um <laughs> and we but i have done an 8 30 a.m show it's it's not my favorite but i will do it because i am needy <laughs> Yeah, I'm 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 with you, Dana. It's like when the light is still out. In fact, when when daylight savings time drops, I'm always like, all right, okay, but now we're, the whole show is shifting back an hour, right? Too because yeah. I don't want to sh- show up. And then you're drawing curtains in the club and trying to make it seem dark. I don't know. Yeah, covering the windows with either black paper or tinfoil, <laughs> and we're in a meth lab. Like yeah, none, yeah, of it, none of it's going well. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Then it's a paranoia thing. Um, yeah. And and speaking of live streams, the reason you're here today is we're going to talk about what you're doing on April 17th at 8 p.m. Pacific time. Tell us about this live stream. Well, um, what's going to happen is I'm going to do the full hour of stand-up that I have been doing on Zoom for the past uh, pandemic months. And then two other comics will go up, Madison Shepard, Gary Peterson. And uh, then I will read a non-copyrighted bedtime story take my meds, have a snack, and then fall asleep for eight hours. Nothing's gonna happen except me being asleep for eight hours. Now, I do have night terrors, so that might be something you could look forward to. But the only thing that for sure will happen is I'll wake up to an alarm, I'll drink a Diet Coke and a scoop of peanut butter, and I'll be over. (laughs) And the idea was, is I thought, what's the least I could do uh, for homelessness? And, Turns out, fall asleep. And uh, no, no. So I, th- I thought, uh, also, there's like, isn't much mental health care up there. I was like, well, maybe it might be something nice to have have on if you can't sleep at night. Um, maybe I'll, I, I'm not even, yeah, I, I just thought it might be a nice idea. It could be terrible. In which case, if you don't have the money, 10 bucks, please email me at Bay at gmail.com. That's my pig Latin name at gmail.com. And I will just give you the code for free uh, because uh, nobody, uh, yeah, it's tough times. Nobody has money. Or if you just are resentful from the get and you don't even want to pay, <laughs> I will send you that code. I will tell you what, AG, I don't know if you've done this. So over the course of COVID, there are these, these live feeds where you can watch like the bald eagles and big bear because they have eggs or you can watch the otters and wherever so there is no reason people that either have insomnia or maybe in london or a different country would not enjoy this live feed of you sleeping i've seen less exciting things watching two bald eagles sit on an egg <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of like a, i feel like it's a cross between a nature show like maybe you could do, could you get attenborough to sort of narrate your sleep patterns and and then like a sleep study like i used to work at the department of veterans affairs and people would come in and sleep what? in the lab and have cameras on them so i think that this is there are so many educational opportunities wrapped up in this and it's raising money for a good cause okay see these are the kind of production value that when i'm alone you know i don't think if i outsourced it if i group got some other people involved uh that would be great because that sounds wonderful um so far my plan is for those who can't sleep i'm just gonna play episode after episode of a canadian reality show called till debt to us part it stars gail vaz oxlade who has a jamaican canadian accent that i can't seem to mimic it's so good there's seven seasons it's she gets a couple who's having financial problems and puts them on a cash basis gives them five jelly jam jars just glass jars fills them up with cash they have to live on that for a month so good 
um, and Canadian. Did I mention it was Canadian? Um, anyway, so I could put that on all night because I'll be out like a light. I'm on antipsychotics, so it doesn't matter what's on. I will not be there for it. You could put on curling. Curling helps people sleep. <gasps> curling. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay, yeah, because it doesn't really make a noise even when they hit the stone. It goes. No, it's just a really, it's just like very softly pushing a giant heavy teapot on the ice and then very, someone very OCD with the broom going, it's not clean enough yet. It's not clean enough. <laughs> just sweeping behind it, getting it to go faster. Okay. These are, that's an awesome idea. I, um, my, my and it will just be me. My husband, he's going to make a small visit with the dogs and then he's going to be because <laughs> we, we just, we don't want our sh dogs to feel, they're older and I just don't want to feel like they have to be in show business. Um, <laughs> I know that feeling because um, yeah. it's like a child actors thing, but for pets, my I had a cat in a sink on an episode of a uh, oh, what the frick show was I on on HGTV, the one where you buy a house and then house hunters yeah house hunters <gasps> and 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 my cat ended up on screen and now his head is huge and he thinks his name is Bruce Willis now and he just <laughs> thinks he's. He's God's gift, and and so I totally feel that kind of wanting to keep the pets out of it. You know, it's it's for their own mental health. Well, yeah, because all of a sudden it's like, oh, can the can the what else can the cat do? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'd really like to see the cat in a no. Get out of here, you creeps. Um, he. Uh, I need a script. Can you write a script? Yeah. It's yeah. We were not. Oh my God. I had a quintessential Los Angeles experience. I used to have a very old pug named Blossom. And we went to a dog park where there was a dog fair of some kind going on. One of the booths was a dog agent. And I said to myself, I have a beautiful older pug here. I brought it to the dog agent. She said, um, we don't really work with a lot of older dogs. Maybe if she got headshots and then she looked to my friend's dogs who were puppies um mutts and said are they interested yeah ageism in the industry is everywhere right in front of her too yeah and isn't that how it goes it's always like the person who's not it's just my mom my friend marquetta was just like oh no i don't want a dog agent <laughs> i was like but i do i want a dog agent anyways uh you were on House Hunters? A couple of times, yeah. The initial one where I bought the house, and then they had a where are they now? I'm like still in the same house. But like if they you do remodel or, or anything like that. And one of my selling points was I had to have two sinks in the master because my cat likes to sleep in one of them. <gasps> And they got a they got a shot of it, and ever since he's just been like he needs a driver now. He's he's just very he's very. Mm. <laughs> what was it like being on House Hunters? Like I was like I do watch those HGTV shows whenever I'm in a ho motel hotel. Well, they had to give me, and I'm sure that anyone who's watched the show is like, why the fuck are you complaining about purple paint? You can change it. Why are you complaining about the lamps? Those don't come with the house. Yeah. They actually force you to find things that you don't like about the house that you didn't buy because they come in after you buy the house, right? And then they make it look like you're just about to buy it. And uh, and so they're like, well, why don't you say something about, uh, the, you know, the, <laughs> the paint on the wall, the wallpaper? I'm like, I would never say anything like that. And they're like, yeah, but you have to find reasons to hate it. <laughs> I know. Isn't that? And I thought that was true because I was like, nobody's such an asshole. They're going to go, oh, I'm moving to Amsterdam and I only have three grand a month to spend. I don't like them. This view, <laughs> like, that voice, yeah, that voice. <laughs> like no one's gonna say that. So, okay, that's good to know that they are trying to feed you some negativity because you're not, you're not like that. Wonderful people, though. Wonderful oh. production company. Excellent channel. Very kind. Very kind people. Excellent. Excellent. I love it. But we're not here. We're not. Here oh God. Oh God. No. To um, talk about the HGTV uh, shenanigans of oh, AG. Yes. I hate to interrupt here, but I do have to take a really quick break. We'll be right back after this. Hang on with us. 
Hey everybody, it's AG, and this portion of the pod is brought to you by All Form, my new favorite furniture store that lets you customize everything to fit your personal style. All Form crafts the most beautiful, high-quality sofas and chairs and love seats, made to your specifications, and then delivered directly to you with fast free shipping. You get to customize your own sofa using premium materials at a fraction of the cost of traditional stores. You get to pick your fabric, which is spill, stain, and scratch resistant, which is great for the pod pets. You pick the color of the fabric, the finish of the legs, the sofa size, the shape, the configuration to make sure it's perfect for you and your home. I have a three cedar sofa that I customized with whiskey colored leather. I got a walnut leg finish to match my mid-century modern vibe and a chaise lounge on the side and it came in a couple days. I put it together myself. No tools needed. I absolutely love it. It's roomy and modern and comfy and I love that it was designed just to my specifications. Uh, it, all form takes just three to seven days to arrive in the mail. You don't have to, it, like it can take weeks to months from regular stores and you know I have to say there's something for everyone. They do it to your specifications and you can always start small and buy more seats to add later on if you want your all-form sofa to grow and change when you move. Best of all, you get it for 100 days to decide if you want to keep it, and that's that's more than three months. If you do not love it, they will pick it up for free and give you a full refund. There is no risk. They also have a forever warranty, literally forever. So to find your perfect sofa, check out allform.com slash dailybeans, and Allform is offering 20% off all our orders for listeners at allform.com slash dailybeans. And everybody, welcome back. We are talking to Maria Bamford. Now, tell me about this charity, um, the, the, the L.A. Downtown Women's Center. Uh, well, the da- Los Angeles Downtown Women's Center, have you ever been? It is uh, like an HGTV experience in that it is beautifully decorated, beautifully designed. Um, it's a really safe space for women um, who are looking for all sorts of services. They serve hundreds of thousands of meals, um, but then they also have health care. They have job training. They also have um small business opportunities. There's a, a, a business they have called Made, and it's all products made by women um, who are involved in the in the um, in the nonprofit. And so like soaps and cool, cool uh, uh, candles and perfumes and stuff like that. It's just, it's wonderful. I volunteered there myself. And um, uh, I'm incompetent. So I, I, I don't even want to know what they felt about my my reception skills. But every it, it was just like, and I, I've been close to homelessness before, of course, uh, I am a comedian, and I live in Los Angeles. Um, so it's the kind of place I go, oh, I would, that's where I would love to go, <laughs> you know, to feel very welcome, um, very safe, and, and um, yeah, connected. So it's, it's just a, a wonderful place. And they just keep developing permanent housing for women um, in the Skid Row neighborhood of downtown. So it's, it's just, I can't say enough. That's wonderful. That's ah, amazing. I wonder if they would accept any donations of like business lady outfits for maybe people who need to go on interviews. Yes. Because I just, I just had couriered over to me from my old office where I was fired. Yes. Uh, and now I do, now I, now it's all strictly yoga pants and, uh, and soft bra and things but now I have all of these business lady specials all of these uh, all of these outfits that I do not need anymore thank the Lord that might be helpful to someone else they totally have a store that isn't open now because of COVID restrictions but is all um, yeah uh, out uh, clothing and um, and you know gently used items um, that are you know not only can be used by the women or also uh purchased by any any person who's uh hanging out there uh, who gets into the store i know they're closed now uh but just because of covid but um that is a wonderful idea and i encourage you thank you now you also have a recurring role on season two of free forms everything's going to be okay can you talk about that well i play a mother and it seems uh and uptight kind of stressed out mother uh wait a minute is this is this typecasting and um <laughs> my daughter is a lovely uh she plays someone who has autism and she does uh, have autism in real life and um she plays the girlfriend of another main character who also has autism on the show and in real life and um it's just a sweet show is written by and produced by josh thomas he's an australian comedian um who i met at a festival in australia and um he 
he also did a very popular and well-reviewed show called Please Like Me that starred Hannah Gadsby, um, and um, that was a great show. So now this is the second season, and my my husband is Richard Kind, and um, it is ridiculous. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It does. Uh, I encourage everybody to check that out. And uh, before before we let you go, Maria, tell everyone again where they can get tickets. <gasps> to this event and where they could find and follow you on social media. RushTix.com. So Rush, proper spelling, R-U-S-H, Tix, T-I-X, non-proper spelling, <laughs> dot com. And, uh, or you can email me, ariamayamfordbay at gmail.com. I'll give you the free code. Uh, also, you can follow me on Twitter, Maria Bamfu, at Maria Bamfu, F-O-O, and I will, uh, I often will ask people if they want to have a free show. And then I send you a t-shirt in payment for your time. An American made, union made t-shirt. Uh, it's American made, uh, uh, so it runs a little big, as my friend Jackie Cation would say. I love Jackie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so good. She is uh, my mentor. And uh, she's, yeah, she's um, amazing. And I may get to have coffee with her later today. Um, she's also doing a show on Rush Ticks on Friday, um, which is a whole, it's a late night show. And anyway, she's magnificent and amazing. And there it is. Oh, wonderful. I'm definitely going to sign up on the list for this one-on-one -on -one show. I need the shirt <laughs> um, now that I'm getting rid of all my business lady outfits. <laughs> um but thank you so much. This is Saturday, April 17th, 8 p.m. Pacific time. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And everything goes to a good cause. And you have all the info. So I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. And uh, oh, happy Ramadan. Ramadan starts today. So stop eating or whatever it is we're supposed to do. I can't remember. <laughs> It's good to see you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Been wonderful. Thank you so much, Maria Bamford. Bye bye. 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 Everybody stay with us. We'll be right back with the good news. Hey, everybody, it's AG, and this segment of the pod is brought to you by BetterHelp. They provide professional, convenient online counseling. Life is very unpredictable. It can be stressful, anxiety-inducing, and overwhelming. And when I'm facing difficult challenges, I try to remember I don't have to face it alone, and neither do you. So if you're dealing with anything preventing you from living your happiest life, I really recommend BetterHelp. BetterHelp provides professional counseling to help you navigate life's challenges, and it's not self-help or a crisis line. It's licensed professional therapy done securely online. They assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. You know, I've had my own challenges with post-traumatic stress, and I know how important it is to seek help rather than to try to take it on by yourself. And I love how convenient the service is at BetterHelp. It's available for clients worldwide, and you can log on to your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses, and you can schedule weekly video and phone sessions. And they have experts that be, might not be locally available in your area, but you can log in anytime, anywhere for better help. And they're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches too, so they make it easy and free to change your counselor if you want to. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aids available. So visit their website and read the testimonials like this one by BetterHelp user GR who says, Dr. Bradley is very insightful and thoughtful. She always remembers the conversations we've had from our last sessions and asks good questions that were very insightful. Really needed and appreciate all my sessions with her. So visit betterhelp.com slash daily means. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And you can join the over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for Daily Beans listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash dailybeans. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Well, we'll float on good news. It's on the way. I cannot wait to watch Maria Bamford sleep. I know, me too. I, I, I mean, I don't like that she has to go through this, but I mean, I wouldn't mind a night terror. Who has ever seen one of those unrecorded viral stream? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, and just get there. And you can do the David Attenborough part yourself if you want to, you know, give commentary to go. it. Anyway, it's going to be wonderful. Such an important cause, such a good cause. And we thank her. Now, we have a listener submitted good news, confessions, corrections, all the games we play. Um, we just aren't playing Monopoly. Every other game we're playing. So it's just not Monopoly. Uh, so if you have anything like that that you want to send to us, you can do that at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. First up, from anonymous, no pronouns given, guess the mutt. 
Here's a picture of Muppet. I really feel like we might actually get this one. So I, I owe it for some good news a while ago. Now, you and I have personal personal experience with one of the mixes of this breed, I believe. We do. I agree with you. Um, Stephanie Miller has a collection uh, of, we've, we've, of these. And are they Bernice Mountain Dogs? Is that what they're called? Great Pyrenees. Great Pyrenees. Got to get those confused. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. Great Pyrenees. I see Chow. Oh, yeah. Because of the fluffy ear thing that's happening like the poof the fluffy ear but also the coat yeah i see a little i see a little golden chow is there a shepherd golden or or lab this is a snout a shepherd or one of those curs remember how old yeller wasn't a lab it was a cur a black mouthed cur i do not but thank you for <laughs> telling me that just now <laughs> i just learned okay uh and so now I just wanted to use that knowledge, and that's kind of what I see. So, all right, so let's go down and see what we got here. Great Pyrenees, German Shepherd, Chow, look at you. Oh, 1%. I got the 1%. Look at That'll you. Never, this is the only time in my life I'm part of the 1%. <laughs> and you also said German Shepherd, didn't you? You said the nose looks like a German Shepherd and Great Pyrenees. The snout. I think we got a dog right. So no golden, no cur- but you can You got it. That's a, I think that's our first 100% correct what the mutt. We woo. The- that's amazing. Just mark this down. April 14th. Boom. That is beautiful. All right. Um, I shall take the next one. Yeah. This is from AM. No pronouns given. Hello, beans, babes. I'm writing with an update on my pandemic baby. Now eight months old. We're blended family with my wonderful three-year-old stepson who adores his little sister. And he's the center of her universe and no one else matters if he's in the room. It's absolutely the best. Aww. I've been listening to Muller, she wrote, since practically the beginning and happily transitioning to the Daily Beans. AG's voice is that of an old friend at this point. Since my girl was born last August, I've had my morning routine include listening to the Daily Beans as I change her and we start our day. Now, yesterday morning, a Monday, I went in to get her once she woke up and put on this, you know, put this, put this pod like I normally do. I put on the pod. This little monster broke into a huge smile and started laughing. Now, I couldn't hear AG and DG over her giggle, so I paused till my baby calmed down she immediately stopped laughing and went back to her serious little inspector crusoe uh self looking at her hands i pressed play again peals of laughter ensued and i realized that just like her mama ag and dg's voices have become regular parts of my daughter's little life and it just made me so happy she did the same thing again this morning it made me realize i had to tell you about this phenomenon oh thank you i need a video of this i need a video i would love that oh my god seriously oh also we've got a misheard lyric for you bowling 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 on a river (laughs) oh my god in proud mary Stayed misheard until a random episode of Glee. I think I was 25. And I just learned, I, I, and when I learned, I, I just, uh, how wrong I was. Oh, my God. Bowling. Bowling. Bowling on a river. All right. Pod Pet Tax, the adorable pupper, Etta, and her unsuspecting girl. Thank you for everything. Every day, you keep us sane in trying times. Look at the is baby. Is the baby we make laugh every day? I, I know it is. Oh. Oh, it gets better. Oh, drop a kisses. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, so sweet. Thank you so much for that. Okay, so Dana, talk, talk with me. Just start talking. Just like start saying stuff while I'm talking. Just, this, absolutely. Just, keep talking, just the two of and us. Then we're just, just our talking voices. And then stop. She's laughing. Okay, and now now we're back. And Is then she now laughing the again? puppy. Look in her face. <laughs> look how cute. Look in her face. Oh, that's so great. How beautiful. What a what an adorable baby. That f- her. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Oh gosh, so cute. All right. Next up from Byron. Pronouns he and him. Hello, friends. I hope you don't mind me thinking of you as my friends. I do not, Byron. You're a very important part of my day every day, and I love what you do. Well, thank you. I have a case of misheard lyrics, but... This isn't a theme song to a television show. (laughs) A couple of years ago, a local television station started showing the original Flintstones episodes. Since I grew up in the 60s, cartoons like that are a big part of my childhood memories. So I decided to watch a few episodes. And of course, when I had that song stuck in my head, a question from 50 plus years ago came back to me. Who the hell is Davy Crack? (laughs) The first part of the song (laughs) they play... Uh, someday Davy Crack will win the fight, then that cat will stay out for the night. That's, by the way, he says he could never make out the end of the line, but it's the cat will stay out for the night. Uh, 
It always seemed to me that if Davy Crack was important enough to mention in a theme song, I should have seen him in at least one of the episodes. Was he a prehistoric boxer, wrestler, or one of those guys with clubs who took turns hitting each other on the top of the head? And I realized, hey, I have one of these newfangled interweb machines. I can look this up. So I found the lyrics, <laughs> realized I've been hearing it wrong all these years. The actual line is, someday, maybe Fred that will win the fight. Then that cat will stay out for the night. Hey, makes perfect sense, since that's what's happening while they're singing it. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I can finally stop wondering about Davy Crack. But I still can't figure out how I heard Davy crack when it was maybe Fred. Oh, my God. Uh, as I read through the rest of the lyrics, I realized I heard another line wrong. At the opening of the show, when the Flintstones and the Rubbles are in the car going to the drive-in theater, the song says, let's ride with the family down the street uh, through the courtesy of Fred's two feet. That makes perfect sense. But my young mind must have been having more mature thoughts because I heard, let's ride with the family down the street through the curve to see a French movie. Ooh la la. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, I don't have a contribution for pet tax at this time due to my no pets allowed apartment. But hopefully that may change soon. Please keep up the good work. You are all doing an amazing job. Thanks. Thank you so much. I love that Byron. whole story. That's fantastic. Oh, that's wonderful. I love it. All right. This next one's from Anonymous. Pronouns they, them. I love the way you treated the story of Barry Weisselberg and Woman Rink with the ridicule it deserves. But hearing you wonder if it's a roller rink or ice rink made me realize I need to tell you some of its history. Ooh. Woman Rink is a public ice skating rink owned by the New York City, which I actually thought because it's only open from like October to April. Anyway, it was built in 1950, financed by Kate Wallman, the great aunt of Henry and Richard Block, H&R Block fame. By 1980, it was in terrible condition and desperately needed repair. The city had gone through a devastating financial crisis and was failing spectacularly at getting the refurbishment done. Now, the former guy managed to get permission to do the repairs. Then it got done in four months instead of six, at, of course, 75% of the proposed budget. He also set a, a world record for unnecessary press conferences during construction. <laughs> in return for doing this for the city, he got the contract to run the rink in a nearby restaurant. It may have been the last competent thing the former guy ever did, though. Come to think of it, Fred was still alive then and probably did all of the actual work. Uh -huh. Or at least, uh-huh, at least his people did the work, leaving poor Donald to struggle, having to take credit for the efforts of others. And since he had to donate the profits to charity, according to this contract, I think that at least partly explains why he was so generous to Barry. It's not like he was taking money out of his own pocket, just the charities. They run a carnival there during the summer, but I think another company might manage that. So there it is, an icky story of Donald learning how to acquire free media. But I'm informed that's a very nice ice skating rink. Thank you always for the years of the new synthesis and swearing. No pod, text, no pod pet tax, I'm petless lately. Okay, so Donald's using charity money to pay a salary for Barry Weisselberg, for Barry Weiselberg, his CFO's kid. That kid's turning around and spending all of his money on fucking sneakers at a store that rents property from the Trump organization. That is the if that's a money laundering operation, it's the lamest one I've ever heard of. But <laughs> I am not I am not I am not surprised hearing that he's uh, you know stealing money from charity. Seriously. Oh god, what a schmuck. Oh my god. Oh wow. Interesting. Thank you for that. I had no idea. Uh, all right, next up from pro uh, Anonymous, pronouns she and her. It's amazing how Mary Trump fits into the pod. Crazy about the Mary episodes. Feel so personal, like we're all there with you. Love all of you. I have a correction and a swear word story. Calliope is pronounced Calliope. <laughs> I wasn't here for that. <laughs> well, when my son was two years, uh, George W. Bush was president. All of a sudden, he started saying fuck at the most inopportune times. So we told him he can say fuck, but he definitely cannot say George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to explain to everyone why a toddler was angrily stamping his foot and shouting out George Bush. All week, my first uh, go-to is beans and cleanup. Thank you. Feels like family. For pet tax, I have tried numerous times to get a pic of devil cat, and this time I got close. She's oh, my a major, God. She's a major communicator. Thanks, AG and DG and Amy, for all you do to keep me informed so I don't sound stupid. Meow. Look at the kitty. Devil cat, indeed. Beautiful, though. She is beautiful. Meow. All right. We are ending with some swears. Yay. This is from Lori. Pronouns she and her. I would love to share some swears. Batshit banana pants. <laughs> As in the tangerine treason weasel is tweeting again, and it is more batshit banana pants than usual. <laughs> 
The next one, shit goblin, as in Matt Gates is an abominable, abom- damn it, abominable shit goblin, and I hope he goes to prison. And the last one, anthropomorphic wet farts, as in Ted Cruz, you are a fucking anthropomorphic wet fart, and I'd like to vanish that swarmy look off your face. Oh my god, yeah, I would also like to vanish it. Um, oh, anthropomorphic so wet fart, yeah, that, uh, mm. Reminds me of uh, Hippopotamic Landmass, which comes from, you know, your favorite movie and mine, The oh, Princess, the Princess Bride. Bride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where he's like, well, do you want me to send you back to where I found you? Unemployed in Greenland. Greenland. <laughs> I did not pay you to think, you Hippopotamic Landmass. I had to look it up, and it's a wonderful phrase. And Oh, he's so good. It's such a great movie. Uh, Anybody want a peanut? Stop rhyming. I mean it. Okay. <laughs> And then he says, we'll reach the cliffs by dawn. And there's no rhyme. And I'm upset every time. Oh, look, I just did one. Okay. Anyway, everyone, thanks for submitting these. This is absolutely wonderful. If you have a rhyme you would like to add to we'll reach the cliffs by dawn, please feel free to send it in. Uh, It would make my life complete. And of course, anything else that you want to send in, you can do it at dailybeanspod.com. And click on contact. This has been a really, really fun, wonderful show. I, uh, today was, I don't know, I, I appreciated it. So thank you, Dana. Indeed. Thank you. And thank Maureen Bamford as well. <sighs> She's just such a gem. She is. All right. Anything final uh, before we get out? I got nothing. Let's do this. All right. All right. Well, everybody, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of your mental health and take care of the planet. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is directed, written, and hosted by executive producer Allison Gill and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Audio. Staff writers include Dana Goldberg, Amy Carrero, and Allison Gill. Our copy is written by Jesse Egan, and our marketing manager, executive assistant, and social media director is Kanai. Fact-checking and research by Allison Gill, Dana Goldberg, and Amy Carrero. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder of Moxie Design Studios. And our website is dailybeanspod.com. Hey, everybody, do not miss our Daily Beans After Party on the Stereo app. We'll be going live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Dana and I want to hear from you. Our last stereo show went a little bit like this. What about you, ladies? What are your favorite nonsensical songs? The most weird, bizarre, silly stuff you can think of that you've heard through music. Thank you very much for all you do. Um, Hope you're all well. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh my God, AGI. So I have an older gay brother. I don't know if that's relevant to the story, but I feel like it is because he had the B-52s on the record. So it was like, you know, we were into the, has anybody seen a dog dyed dark green, sunglasses and a bonnet, designer jeans with <laughs> appliques on it. We were like, what? Like, Keith Lorraine, Keith like, I'm like, how many drugs was that person on? Uh, nonsensical songs. You're so much better at this than I am. So you go first because I bet you've already thought of one and I'll try and think of one. Um, my favorite nonsensical songs come from they might be giants, for example. Oh yes. Boat of Car is really good. And then of course, I'm going down to Cowtown, a cow's a friend to me. Lives beneath the ocean, that's where I will be beneath the waves, the waves, and that's where I will be. I'm gonna see the cow beneath the sea. Yeah. There you go. No. Although, were they talk? What, was he whale watching? Is it really that obscure? <laughs> you won't answer any questions about their lyrics. I, I've asked multiple times. Oh my uh, god! The best I, I love. I love them. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The best I can get out of them is the explanation of uh, "Birdhouse in Your Soul," which we already yeah. knew, right? Right. So. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm only being your bonnet. Yeah, it's sung from the point of view. Uh, sung from the point of view of a, a bluebird nightlight in the bathroom. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I love that song. It's one of my favorite ones.